I'm so sorry. In New York, concrete jungle where jeeps are made of. Except like when they honk their horns outside your bedroom window, New York. Nail it. Thank you. everyone and welcome to the leading lady club we are your hosts i'm caitlin i'm lauren and welcome to the show we hope everyone's having a wonderful monday we're so happy to be back we -hmm. took a couple weeks off to celebrate thanksgiving and to travel and see our families and whatnot um so we hope everyone else was able to do the same and maybe see their families or if not friends loved ones uh you know whoever you spent Thanksgiving with. We hope you had a lovely Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's finally the holiday season, which is so exciting. I got a real Christmas tree for the first time ever in my life today. So I'm very excited about that. Happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate Hanukkah. I know that's happening right now. Um, It's just a very exciting time. It's an exciting time to be in New York City too, because they just lit the Rockefeller Christmas tree. The Rockettes are back at Radio City after not. Did they do the tree lighting on TV? Did they, I miss it? They did, and oh, you I did. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was on Wednesday night. Um, so anyway, it's like a very exciting time. Things are really starting to be decorated as you walk around the city, and oh, it's just magical and lovely, and it's I love the it. Most so. wonderful time of the year. Sure is. So we hope everyone is getting excited about that. We also have an exciting announcement about one of our season one guests, Macy Schmidt. She was named uh, one of the members of the Forbes 30 under 30 list for music, which is a massive deal i mean huge deal olivia rodrigo is also on the list with her and like willow smith like big being on the same list as olivia rodrigo right i mean it's not exactly minor people on this list so it's crazy we're so excited for her and glad that we could get her on the pod before she you know took off and became famous and got too big for us so (laughs) Um, just remember us when you're you know winning all your grand it's true that's true we we would love to be remembered one day um so anyway shout out to macy congrats to her we always love to see our our former leading lady club uh gals doing big things and you know once a member of the club always a member of the club so we uh we're pretty proud of that so speaking of amazing ladies we have a new leading lady to add to the club today we're very excited for you to hear our chat with her today we have gabby craniac on the show and gabby is an account executive with the philadelphia flyers which is very cool for those of you who have been listening for a while now or from the beginning you know that lauren and i are big sports fans and we have been wanting to get a woman in sports on the podcast since day one so we finally got our sports gal we're so excited that gabby made time in her schedule for us because she is 
very, very busy and always kind of like working or going to games and whatnot. So she's very busy and we're very glad that she uh, she took the time to be with us today. Um, a little bit more about Gabby's background. We'll talk about it some more in the interview, but she went to the University of Florida gross, but it's okay. Um, and she got her uh, undergrad in sports management. And then she also got her uh, graduate degree, a master of science in sports management at University of Florida before going on to intern at the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. So she got to intern for a big uh, SEC bowl game for football, which is pretty cool. And then uh, getting her position with the Philadelphia Flyers. So we're going to hear a little bit about more about what Gabby does, what kind of the day-to-day -day life is like for her, and why she's so passionate about working in sports and especially being a woman in sports and how uh, important that is in such a kind of male-dominated field. So we're very excited for you to hear what Gabby has to say. We had so much fun chatting with her, mm -hmm. and uh, I think we should just bring her in. What do you say, Lauren? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Here she is, Gabby Craniac. Hi, Gabby. How are you? We're so happy to have you here with us today. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. So one of my favorite things about having a podcast is being able to reach out to people that I already know and love and asking them to be on it, which is really fun. It's fun to meet new people through the podcast, but I really like love it when I get to to have friends on that I that I already love and uh, and in inspired by. So it's very nice to have you here. No, thank you. It's uh, fun to catch up with you guys a little yeah. bit. So I'll push you again fellow Panama City gal in the house. They get 850. We love it. We've had a lot of Panama City peeps on the pod in the past year. So uh Lots of good people from there. Right. Amen. Um so speaking of that, the fact that I uh I knew you when we were when we were younger and back back in the day, I know that you grew up playing a lot of sports, that you grew up as an athlete. Um, so did you always sort of know that you wanted to work in sports in some way or was that something you kind of figured out as you went? We love to kind of hear people's stories of how they fell into their career path. So was that something you kind of always knew from a young age? Yeah, it's funny. I was talking about this pretty recently, actually. Um, you know, I think that at, like most kids who play sports, for a little while there, I kind of hoped I would, you know, play in college and then see where that took me. But um, mm -hmm. no, I, I think that I got to college and that's when I really realized I thought maybe I do PT and have the chance to like work with athletes on that side of things. And then I got to, you know, orientation for undergrad and realized, you know, maybe that isn't the path I want to go. Science is fine, but uh, it's <laughs> not my forte. Um, <laughs> it's, it's tough, you know. Yeah. So um, kind of took a step back and realized, you know, I, I love the, the science on the other side of it, like the, the mental side of sports, the, mm. um, the business side, the marketing side of it, and took a step back and realized, well, I, why don't I pursue something like that? So um, that's kind of where it started. I think that I hadn't given much thought about what I wanted to do. You know, I was passionate about sports. I enjoyed playing them, but it wasn't until undergrad when I really realized like that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then I always joke about being really stubborn and sticking with it, even though there are probably signs I should pursue other things maybe, but uh, here Same. we are, here we are many years later and it's working out fine at this point. So I think uh, it's a, bring it full circle it was probably the beginning of undergrad is like when I first realized like this is what you're meant to be doing this is what mm -hmm. you're good at this is what you're passionate about so yeah. that's great and sometimes yeah. you just kind of stick it out and you're like it's gonna we're gonna get there one way or another 
I feel that. Somehow, some way, we're going to get there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I feel that very deeply. Sometimes I'm like, is it time to give it up? And I'm like, nah, we've gotten this far. We might as well just keep keep going. Keep trudging on. So (laughs) I feel like successful people are stubborn people most of the time. So uh, yeah, for sure. That's a good point. Persistence. 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 Maybe, yeah, (laughs) rephrase to persistence. That's a good a good word to put on your resume. I'm persistent. Uh, so it started in undergrad, as you said, and you went to the University of Florida, as mm-hmm. Caitlin is probably doesn't love, but you know. When I typed I up, when I typed up this question, I wrote, "You got your degree from the University University of Florida." In parentheses, gross. But Lauren didn't read. I didn't. I knew she. I was read trying it. to save you, man. I wanted you to read it, but it's fine. I knew she wouldn't. Whatever. Hey, that's <laughs> fine. We don't have to talk about the game last weekend if you don't want to. I'm sure you're upset that neither of our teams are good, but our bad team beat your bad team so uh we'll Listen, we'll leave that for we'll, Apple we'll podcast. Skip over that. <laughs> still a we'll sore, sub- sore subject but yeah i am i'm a little uh, anyway continue. Yes, I, I get it i get it <laughs> uh so you went to the university of florida uh right. and then you got your degree what did your degree end up being in yeah so um my undergrad degree is in sport management and then um i'll kind of go through like a timeline there graduated undergrad did an internship enjoyed it but didn't know what that meant for me, applied for some jobs, kind of not knowing what they entailed or what they would mean for my future. Um, I've never been stuck to Florida, obviously, um, living in Philly now. Um, I love Florida, but I got the chance to apply to a bunch of places because sports are all over the world, obviously, in bigger Mm -hmm. cities. So they give that opportunity, but got an opportunity to move to Jacksonville for a bit and work there um, in sports, worked for a bowl game, which is really fun, Um, really cool experience. A side of sports I not many people get to see is like the bull bull games particularly. I worked for the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Cool. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then got a couple offers out after that and just realized I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't want to pursue something without a better knowledge of it. So went back to the University of Florida for my master's in sport management as well. Did that and um, Finished grad school while actually starting the role I have now, uh, which was a lot of fun. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm being very sarcastic when I say that. I and then say, that sound, I was like, wow, that sounds, I was like, no, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, just, yes. I think that um, I grew a lot, like realizing yeah. um, my first full time role that I really had to stick out and like prove myself in while still finishing this degree that cost me a lot of money to get mm-hmm. and wanting to graduate at a high level because I happened to do really well in grad school and I wanted to keep that up to finish out. Realizing you have to move to a brand new city you've never been before, all within a four month span. Uh, I learned a lot about myself. So, uh, and now we're caught up. So sorry if I skipped over some things there, but. No, you're good. That's great. So when, how, so how long have you been in Philadelphia? Did you move there like during the pandemic? Right. So um, yes. So I moved I got really lucky with how it worked out. I started my role I'm in now. Um, actually, I was in a role called inside sales. So most of the time when you start in sports sales or uh, sales in general, you start in a temporary role. So I started in February. Just like I said, still finishing on grad school. And then in May, I actually moved up to Philadelphia, sight unseen, moved up here, never been here. Uh, got really lucky. Obviously, the pandemic was still a thing, but you know, it was warmer, things were calming down, got to like meet a ton of people mm-hmm. through um, through work. I have like my coworkers, super young, fun staff. So it's been a lot of fun. And then also uh, got to play a lot of Ultimate Frisbee. I'm sure you know that, Caitlin. And yes. then uh, so lo- a good group of people doing that up here. So moved up here in May, um, actually got promoted in uh, 
July. So, hey, hey so learned I, I knew what I was doing. So they decided to keep me around. And now um, I've been full time working here since since May, but uh, really in the thick of it since July. So. Nice. Wow. So, yeah, that all did happen very, very quickly. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Now you're, very accelerated. Yeah. Now here you are. I feel like some of the best opportunities are like that, though, where it's just like you have to say yes right away. And like it's it's kind of, you know, happens really quickly and you just kind of have to take the leap and not really know necessarily what you're getting yourself into. But I think that's a a brave thing to do. So and I'll I'll say that I had some opportunities that, you know, head back to Florida, head back to places I knew better and, you know, have that security before I had gotten my um my promotion. So I had the chance to go back to Florida and take roles that offered me more money, more security, things like that. Um, and just like decided to believe in myself, believe in the process of being up here and like really believe in my role in the city of Philadelphia because um, strange enough, I love it. Super dirty. It's super like really hardworking class people here that is just like really fun to be a part of. Um, so sticking out, I'm really happy I did because it's worked out really well for me. And um, even though we, we talked about it, teams in a rough spot right now, um, it, it's, it's, it's a fun city to be in, especially working in sports and working in sales to be able to hear like passionate fans on the phone every day is really cool. Yeah, awesome. they definitely, Philly loves their sports. So yeah, I can imagine that atmosphere is like really cool to work in. Yeah. For sure. If they're winning, it is a lot of fun. <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. True. I know that's yeah. a little stressful. I'm sorry, but hopefully things will hey, turn around. Okay. You never know. It, it's never it's know. early. Either way, um, it's good to know they care. There's cities, you know, where obviously like, sports are, or people aren't from as much as they are here. Like people in Philly like, never leave, which is really amazing and cool to see that they love this city so much. So, mm-hmm. whereas in other places, you know, you guys know New York, like mm-hmm. people don't aren't really aren't from there as much. I mean, there yeah. are the people who are, but um to see like so much passion from a fan yeah. that's like why I got to sports so yeah. to see that and to live in that every day and even if someone's yelling at me on the phone like they care that's why they're yelling at me it's not because they don't care it's because they really really care and like they yeah they own like they, that team is a part of them so that's what it's all about and so that's what's been really cool about being where I'm at right now mm, I love that that's great so I want to know your so your official job title. We we always mm-hmm. do our research. We do a little snooping before we interview people. Um, so I saw that your job title is an account executive for the Philadelphia Flyers. So mm-hmm. you know you're talking a little bit about what you do about sales and and talking on the phone with people and fans and things like that, interacting with fans. But will you tell us a little bit about like what does your average day of work look like? Um, what what exactly are you spending your time doing? Yeah, so I'll give you two because uh, game day is a lot different. Um, okay. And then I'll give you like a normal day that isn't a game day. 44 home games a year. So we're in the building a lot. Uh, yeah. Game days, lots of weekends. I actually had a Black Friday game. Uh, my roommates are watching the game upstairs right now. So <laughs> you might have heard that. Um, <laughs> so they, also, they also work for the Flyers. So, um, oh, great. Essentially, so on a day that we're not having a game, um, it's coming in, answering emails. Um, if someone happened to, you know, request some tickets, take care of those first, lots of voicemails coming through, um, inbound or outbound and making about 40 calls a day or 60 calls a day on average. So, uh, just reach out to people, people have come to games before people have shown interest, filled out something like that, reach out to people, hearing their story, hearing what their needs are, and then mm-hmm. coming up with a plan that works for them, whether it's them wanting to buy a premium product for a single game or bring out their family or friends as a group for a game or 
they are so passionate and want to actually be season ticket holders. So finding out what their needs are and, you know, what they're trying to get from the Flyers as an organization and knowing that they want to trust me with their money and making sure that I give them the product that they need correctly. So uh, talking to a lot of people, leaving a lot of voicemails, um, it's just really a grind. And especially now that we're, it's kind of transitioning and you start to, you actually start to sell the next year about halfway through the year because Mm -hmm. the season's closed down. It doesn't make a lot of sense to keep selling that same year. Uh, So you start to, you know, reach out to your clients you've sold, make sure everyone's still doing well. And then um, start to focus in for the next year. So lots, like I said, lots of outbound and then uh, servicing your inbound clients and things like that. And just reaching out, trying to sell as much as you can so that you can uh, make some decent money and then um, make that commission. It's all about. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, make sure that uh, got a couple ladies at the top of the sales board is always important because it's a very male dominated um, career and our field in general is you see our office. There's about seven women on our staff of 40, I want to say. So, um, oh in full and full-time roles, there's about seven women. So, mm-hmm. um, just being really passionate, working really hard to be able to like do that for myself, provide for myself and like make people proud of me and what I'm doing as well as just like, you know, kind of roughing it for the ladies. And then I'll kind of circle back and on a game day is really cool. So we get to go visit your clients on a, in their seats while they're enjoying the game, while they use their hard earned money to like go out and watch the flyers play hockey, whether it's good, bad or ugly, um, see them, check on them, see if there's anything you can do for them, um, on a game day. And, um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Game days are really fun. It's really cool to see the place super full, super, happy when they're throwing their gloves off and having a fight uh, that's <laughs> it's a good time so um i'm a big fan of game days obviously working weekends is tough sometimes working long days get in at nine don't leave till 10 45 sometimes but Oof. gotta gotta do it so um yeah it's it depends on the day but a lot of the days uh kind of end like that so um nice. that's the wow. day in life of a counter executive i love it Crazy. That's a lot. That's like you are nose to the grindstone like the whole day. Yeah. You you got to be, and that's the thing is like it's not gonna wait for you. Sales right. are very you much. Do it. Exactly, and I think for myself at least, um, I ran in high school. I ran like pretty competitively, and running is one of those things you just don't lie. You can't lie. It can't be because your parents you knew somebody, so you got on the team. Like it's not like that. It's the numbers don't lie, and sales are very similar in that way. That. Um, but your numbers are your numbers and sure there's reasons why you didn't sell somebody once or twice, but really at the end of the day, it, it all comes down to how hard you're working and how much effort you're putting in. So, um, yeah, it's all numbers based, which is cool, but also yeah. sometimes, uh, can be a little rough, but yeah, I'm sure you're just like, I am doing my best and still not doing as well as I want to. And when that hap- yeah. When yeah. that happens, like most of the time it's happening for everybody. So you feel a little better about it. <laughs> okay. It's not just, it's not just me. It's not just me. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be, that would be me. If I, I am not built for sales. I learned that very quickly. And I, if I ever had a bad day, I'd just be like, I am just trying my very best. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But it sounds like you are kicking butt with it, which is amazing and always good to hear and holding it down for the ladies at your office. We love that. Mm Got to keep them at the top of the leaderboard. I think that that's incredible. Um, I do have a very important question. As you worked for the Philadelphia Flyers. All right. Have you met Gritty 
And is he as insane as he is on the internet? Because I literally watched a video the other day of that orange monster throwing an entire cake at a person. I just need to know what he's like in real life. Whoa. Do you mean the the man under? (laughs) She's like The man and the monster. Yeah. If you are allowed to divulge that information. She's like, uh, define real life. What does that mean? Um, Can't say ton um he the part of the magic is a mystery right exactly. so um nice guy nice uh personality comes a lot out a lot more when the the gritty is gritty i'll say that um <laughs> but, but yes yeah, so I've, uh, I've met gritty and um he is that wild yes he when you guys come down to a game i'll make sure that we get a get a chance to look at him <laughs> he's um, a hoot for sure i just don't want to get close enough for him to throw a cake at me please thank you <laughs> oh, we'll, tr- we'll try our best i think he only cakes well, as long as you guys wear fire spirit you're probably in the clear he's not gonna come for you okay so you just can't wear any ranger stuff oh okay flyers jersey yeah i'll leave my new york gear in new york and we'll come come blend in with the locals okay Um, sounds like plan (laughs) yeah lauren lord is like i have to ask this i'm like this is just this i'm like she's like do you have any questions you want to add i was like i have one and a half questions i have a good question later but i also want to ask about gritty I know I was like, yeah. what by one and a half, and then I saw it and I was like, ah, okay, yes. I there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not uh, the person, nor will you be the last to ask about no, him. He I bet. As some have said the best thing to happen to Philadelphia sports. So I don't know. He he's great. He's really awesome. Uh works really hard. So um okay. he's a cool he's a cool he's, little cool little guy. Cool, <laughs> cool little monster. We love Gritty. He yeah, definitely he, he puts you guys on the map. If nothing else, like even if you're not having a great year, like everyone knows who Gritty is and like yeah. is you know talking about him. So that's always no good. for sure. Um, but going okay. to a, a slightly more serious uh, topic, no, I no, you you mentioned yeah other than Gritty, um, you kind of mentioned earlier how you know it's a very male dominated field and there aren't as many women in your office and kind of combined with that side of things just kind of it being such a male-dominated field i also feel like women in sports have been such a like hot topic recently like in the past couple of years you know we've had like simone biles and naomi osaka and the u.s uh women's national team not you know the the gender pay gap there and there's just been so many stories in the media about women in sports and like you know double standards and and different wages different treatments things like that um what is your kind of take on that on women's place in sports and i don't know what can we all kind of do to be part of what really i think is a a pretty necessary change that that needs to take place yeah definitely and it's it's a tough question um obviously went to school for a lot of years and this was a, a big topic because it's a, a big a big problem in I would say most professional careers is women are still always proving themselves everywhere you're at but especially in sport because it is so male dominated in the side of like which sports people are watching and obviously mm-hmm. that is starting to change we're seeing the um, a little bit of that kind of even out you know more people are watching the WNBA and like like our, our national soccer team, like people are really buying in more, which is great to see. And I think it stems from like at the youth level, like people are so much more invested in male sports and like the chance that you're going to go make a ton of money playing that sport. Like, no, the, the percentage of people who actually go and play professionally is so small, but that belief and that buy-in that you know what you're doing and that you have a chance is so much higher for men. 
so it's so frustrating. And then just to see that, but um, even just like I growing up, like I loved football. I like loved every stat. I'm really bad with names, but I like always knew like stats, who was winning, like who was good that year, like loved football. And I, that's college football is what got me into sports and made me love it. Mm-hmm. And just growing up being in college and even in your classes, like it's very male dominated. Um, you're never going to res- be respected for what you know. And it, people are shocked when you do know things. So yeah, dealing with that is a lot. And then like gaining respect, just like in your field and proving that, you know, what you're talking about is really difficult. Um, when it comes to what can be done about it, I, I mean, I wish I had an answer. I would say just like, again, like educating everybody that women can do any job a man can do and um having leaders at the top who want change and want to invest in um women's athletics women in leadership positions in sport we actually are president of our company is a woman and she is badass like she doesn't take anything for it like she is out there like causing change like making things happen Um, and it's, it's really cool to see. And I will say like an organization I've worked in a few and I won't make comments about like where else it works and the dynamic there, but it's very clear where I'm working that there is a pattern of change happening and, and women are being invested in, um, just at the, the rate of hire and the rate of promotion, like from my department, my roommate and I were actually the first ones to get hired. Then we were both women. We were the first ones from our group to get promoted on and um, oh. others left the company and took jobs elsewhere, things like that. Like we had, we had a really talented group, but to see that buy-in and obviously like, I like to think we deserved it. It seems like we're, we're doing a fine job. So personally, I think that our company is doing a really great job of buying and investing in like really, if you want to say betting on women, like if you need to use that term, like yeah. really doing that because that's, what's going to take. I mean, you have to believe that somebody can do a job just as well as a man. And I like to think that women can do that. So yeah, long, long story short, like investing in women and believing that just because they didn't play the sport or that side of things that they still can, can work in the sport and work as hard as any man can. So yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That that's a, I feel like that's a pretty common argument though. Like, well, you didn't play the sport, whatever. Like my, I have a, a running argument with my father actually, um, who says that a woman will never be a head coach of a college football team because they wouldn't be respected because they didn't play the sport. But he also loves to like, he knows a lot of random like trivia and random facts. And I remember there, this was several years ago, so I don't know that this is true anymore. But at the time he was like, did you know, like fun fact, there are currently five uh like college football head coaches who never who like didn't play the sport or like who didn't play in right. college at least. no yeah and I was like hmm interesting are they respected because they didn't play the sport or like are they there's no one listen to them because that's just like super interesting to me that you <laughs> so I always say like one of my side dreams in life I'm like oh yeah actress like yeah that's great and all but then one day I'll take a break from that and just like randomly decide to suddenly become the first female college football coach of like a division one uh NCAA you can do it I think you can do it uh it's 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 really frustrating to see yeah um, it is I mean you can you can even pull basketball so like obviously the games are a little different, but mm-hmm. to know that they're, I think I always forget last name, but Becky coaches for the Spurs. She's an assistant, mm-hmm. head, assistant head coach. She's yeah. like the, as far up as you can get, um, yeah. or, or has any, as wo- any woman has gotten in for mm-hmm. the NBA. So 
to see her kind of cracking through, she's a great coach and like has had success, has coached a summer league team, has done what she needs to do to prove herself. And she is still waiting for that door to open for her. She played like far more than a lot of the men uh, that are head coaches in the NBA did. And there's plenty of female coaches like that um, who are trying to make it into the NBA and like prove themselves and want to coach at the highest level. Like that is the pinnacle of professional basketball. Like we, WNBA is amazing and it's getting there and it's, but like you should have the opportunity. Like if you're yeah. talented, it shouldn't matter that men might be uncomfortable. You're in their locker room. Like that doesn't right. matter if yeah. you're skilled. And I think or ownership should want the best coach out there. Granted, there's lots of logistics and there has to be the first and all of that, but yeah. I hope it's coming soon. Who knows? But um, a little, a little frustrating. We'll see. I, I yeah. think if it's going to happen anywhere soon, it's going to be basketball. So mm. um you can write that down. Let's hope it's that one. But just because yeah. it, it translates the easiest. But um, yeah, it's for sure you see just because there are so many talented coaches out there that just because they are women, they haven't gotten the opportunity that a less qualified man has gotten. So I feel like you've been in kind of like more of like your space, like the admin, like behind like sales, but like the front office um, space of it too. There's still a lot of opportunities for women. I was I cannot believe that I have not brought her up on this podcast yet, but Kim Ng, she is the general manager of the Miami Marlins. She is the first woman to be the GM of any men's sports team ever. And she got the job last year, like in 2020. That is Mm -hmm. crazy. Like honestly amazing that she's, you know, the highest, most in charge person at the Marlins, but like, it was last year. And like, we've had men who have been in charge of football teams and baseball teams for ever in a day so yeah I can definitely imagine that it's frustrating to be where you are working in like the admin space and just trying to keep cracking through and it's like yeah it's tough and you see it I see it a lot I mean like I said our president is a woman of Mm. uh of our organization but then in our direct line of leadership we have one female uh manager so in on just our sales floor so there's I want to say six managers. We have one woman. So, uh, they're changing, but sure it's taken a long time. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's frustrating. But again, like, I think that some organizations like mine are trying their best to create that so that if not in our organization alone, that then women are given the opportunity to then spread their wings and go somewhere else that they Mm -hmm. can, you know, move on and go up and, climb the ladder even further and hopefully to positions that haven't been seen before, which is, um, would be ideal. Ideal. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's always step one of it too, is like creating those roles for women and creating like the space for women to move in and to succeed. 100%. It's just the creation and like getting that to stick of like, okay, we had one woman here. Now it doesn't, it's like, no, it's so you still have to keep that going. Like don't let it be one, let it be five, let it be 10. It's just keeping that growth up. I think is the hard part too. For sure. I agree. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, g- glad that you are representing for the ladies on this on the sales floor. I think that's <laughs> Thanks, amazing Lord. and very important. And you know, we love we love when our ladies are thriving. So it's wonderful. Um, our last question of our little serious bit. Um, okay. As you know, you're you as I said, you haven't been in the job super long, but you know, you've done grad school, you've done undergrad, you've done a lot of work to get to where you are. So what is your, if you have any, your advice for anyone who's wanting to get into sports admin, into, into sports management, uh, what's the best piece of advice you can give to anyone looking to follow your footsteps? 
Okay, I'll give two. Nice. Um, don't do it for the money. Hmm. Um, you're you're not going to be in sports because you're making money. Like you're in it because everybody else wants your job and thinks it's cool, but you're working long hours. Um, you're doing things you probably don't want to, like handing out t-shirts to ungrateful fans who want a different <laughs> size. Like you are grinding out to be able to like allow people to have the opportunity to enjoy sports the way you what made you fall in love with it and that's why I do it like I do it because those are my memories and I think it sports are a platform for everyone to enjoy something Mm -hmm. no matter who they are where they come from so um do it for the right reasons don't do it because it makes you look cool or because you get to this is funny because I like joke my friends about this a lot like have free tickets to give away like that that's fun but it's like it that's that is not, that's not fulfillment. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. It's cool to say, but that fades away so quickly. You're not yeah. like, you're not going to make the most money. Like, if I wanted to make money, I would do sales somewhere else. Like, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And I've had yeah. clients tell me that they're like, "You shouldn't be here. Like, you should be working somewhere else." Um, but that's not why I do it. I don't. I never wanted to have a job to make money. I want to do it because I enjoy going to work every day. And mm-hmm. 95% of the time, I do enjoy going to work. Um, a little bit sometimes you don't that's better than a lot of people can say though so that's good thank you um (laughs) and then i'd say the other half is just connecting i mean our industry is very small Mm -hmm. so it's you know connecting with people that you think might have a role that you want um ask them questions ask them to me i wouldn't have the job i had if i didn't message my my first boss on linkedin before i sent in my application like Mm. It's little things like that. Like there's so many opportunities in sports, but they're also like, it is such a small field at the same time. Yeah. So if you don't go out of your way to separate yourself, I mean, you guys like, I'm, it's similar in so many different fields, but like, if you don't go out of your way to separate yourself from somebody else, especially as like a woman in this field, like you have to do it. Like you have to do something to sell yourself up. And I remember I took a class in undergrad and there was this girl who, um, she was like trying to work for Disney. So she sent like a glass slipper in to like with her resume, like shut up. sports and events are like, very similar in that you have to like set yourself up. And yeah. I probably would never go that far. But yeah. That's just, pretty far. Yeah, like, but I love that. To, like, yeah. And that's like the thing is everyone who stays in sports and doesn't just do it because they think it's like a fun thing to do mm-hmm. are passionate about it. And so proving that you have that passion and that drive to like, work through the times you're handing out posters and t-shirts for hours and standing on your feet and be- you're up at five or you're working 17 hour shifts. Like To be able to prove that you want it more than that is really important. And I think shows a lot. So I guess I would say like connecting, meeting people, asking questions, realizing that this is what you want to do before you're too far into it uh, is yeah. what I would say. And if anyone ever wants to ask me any more questions, they can always reach out. Aww. Add me on LinkedIn. Yeah. Hey, ladies, ladies got to help ladies. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And the guys, the guys, hey, yeah. if, any, if any guys are on here too, they can also reach out to me. I'd love, I'd love to help them out. If any boys are listening, if any men are listening, you are also leading ladies and Gabby can help you get a group. Leading ladies and lads, if you will. Lads. They can yeah. have some help as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, they, they really need it. They need the boost. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely. Just definitely. kidding. Uh, oh my goodness, that's amazing. I think that's very good advice, and mm-hmm. I think that's very Thank nice you. of you to offer to help those who come behind you. Um, so that brings us to the next section of our interview, which we like to call rapid-ish fire because everyone panics when we say rapid fire. 
Um, so don't worry, we're not timing you. Um, but obviously this is the leading lady club. And so we ask all of our guests that come on to our podcast, what does being a leading lady mean to you? And that can be in your life, in your career, anything that means to you. Um, what is your definition of a leading lady? Um, in a rapid ish way, I would say (laughs) setting, setting a good example and be like for others and other women who are trying to do what I'm doing, um, being a good example and working hard to prove those who doubt that women can do really any role, prove them wrong and do it with class and do it with a lot of passion and a lot of hard work. So that's what I try to do. Yeah. That's what it means to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, knowing that's your definition of a leading lady, who are some of the leading ladies in your life? And they can be people you know, or people that you just look up to, but who are some of those leading ladies for you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Should I shout out some previous women oh. who have been on this podcast? Feel Maybe free. We love friends of the pod. <laughs> you absolutely can if you'd like to. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I think it's really important to like respect those you keep in your life. So I will say um, my two best friends, Molly and Reagan. So Molly, who we've had on the show, super hardworking, has tried a lot of different careers and finally found one that she really loves. So mm-hmm. respecting her for knowing what she wanted and going out and getting it. Yeah. Uh, so she's super intelligent, super hardworking, big fan of her. Big fan. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd have to say... And I have to say Reagan as well. She's about to graduate with her uh, doctor in OT, which is insane. It feels like yeah, yesterday we were, she was getting into school. So um, just persistence, like the persistence she's had to do what she's doing and continue. Um, yeah. And then my mom, like my mom's hardworking, like yes. done what she needed to do. So um, those are probably the ones. And then obviously I'm going to sound like a suck up here, but the fact that you two are like doing this and like going out of your way, taking time, out of your week to like reach out and and try to chat with women that you respect is really cool and I think really important and more people should be doing what you guys are doing so I respect the heck out of you both you can suck up to us all you want that's fine I'm gonna cry oh yeah yeah, wouldn't be the first time I have shed tears (laughs) on this podcast darn it I want to I mean I wanted to make you cry that was my goal oh Gabby I am I'm a I'm a sap it doesn't take much it really does as am I as am I just I'll put all too well 10 minute version on we're we're going we're going (laughs) okay I'm not gonna lie to you I listened to that about 30 minutes before this interview so I listen to it about 80 times a day so it's it fills it fills everything that I do it's a filler of my time so absolutely same that's amazing yeah Lauren and I have a policy on this podcast that um if I all of a sudden uh we we normally plan out like who's gonna ask what questions and whatnot you know loosely but if I uh if I go okay Lauren um I'm gonna let you ask the next question and then I mute myself that means that I'm a puddle and she just needs to take over for a minute having a moment moment. I need to like take some deep breaths get myself together and then I can do the one after that but yeah sometimes I have to just toss to her we do a little call a little audible and I'm like okay your turn next um but anyway hey it's important you're in touch with your emotions and you're very aware when they're occurring amen Amen. You know what? It's important we, to cry. I cry all the yeah. time. It's important to cry. Emotions <laughs> you are hold it in. You hear that, listeners? That. Have you cried today? Go have yourself Do a good it. cry. No, <laughs> sometimes I will really be like, 
hey, you yeah. haven't cried in a while. It's, it's about time. And it's just time. then get in the car, yeah. turn music all the way up and shed a couple te- tears. So it. Let it rain. Yeah. I love that. Um, that was very sweet. We do yes, just like talking to ladies and boosting them up. Yeah, it has been it. it's been very special for us too. I feel like we've we've been able to meet new people. We just did an interview before this with someone who reached out to us about being on the podcast who we don't know at all and that was really amazing and then it's also like really Aww. special to get to interview people that like I already know and love and respect. So it's like these these two different things of like getting to meet new people and and having that experience of of connecting with with new inspiring ladies that I look up to from afar and then also like getting to hype up my friends who I have loved and been inspired by for a long time. So it's very special. But anyway, we're glad you're here. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so my favorite question to ask, I've asked every guest who has come on our show, if you could throw a dinner party and invite three people, living or dead, who would you invite? That is generally the reaction we get. Um, <laughs> Literally right. every single person is like, oh. What in the fuck? I Oh, shoot. Okay. I know. It's so, really hard. Um, I'm going to pick the sports side first. Okay. Tom Brady, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Okay. I, that man is fascinating. I would love to talk. So hardworking. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. His drive, like the way he mentally thinks of things and decides to put his brain. I would never be that way. I like him too carefree. I couldn't be the way he is, but I respect it so much. Mm-hmm. So to pick his brain at a table while he ate nothing but like water, <laughs> like, yeah. like his body is a temple and would put anything else in it. Uh, I respect and I want to see, and yeah. I would love to talk to him about it. And for some reason, like I had a crush, like the biggest crush on him when I was like 12 and he was like, super ugly back then. So uh, he's <laughs> going to have a weird haircut. Yeah. That yeah and yeah. Two nose jobs before where he's at now. So uh, yeah. Amazing. Um, and then I need two more. Um, okay. Uh, let's see so like famous people don't really do much for me like it's not really something i care about they don't have to be famous i'm gonna pick barack obama i just would love to chat with him about Mm -hmm. like what was going on you know tell me the beats i'd love to know the drama i'd love to know his thoughts on like where our country's headed things like that Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to get too political at the dinner table. I had enough of that at Thanksgiving, so no need to. <laughs> no need to. <laughs> Didn't we no all? need to get. Yeah, no need to go further into that. But um, who is going to be the last one? Mm-hmm. That's such a good question. Um, just the two of them alone, I think, would be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure they probably had dinner together before. Um, okay, they did. The Patriots won once. While yeah, he was a couple president. Yeah. Um, Last one. I think I go Blake Lively. She's just really cool Ooh, and amazing. She is. I love she's that. No really one's cool. ever said that one. She's, Shout out. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's I love her. Excellent. No, wait. I take it back. I take it back. Oh my gosh. Oh. It has to be Taylor Swift. Okay. Ah, there we I go. I was kind of thinking that was like, well, we just talked about one, but I didn't want to influence you because that no, would it's be. it's definitely Taylor Swift. Well, maybe they both could come. They're best friends. So I That's feel like true. They they're like a two for one deal. So that would be perfect. Yeah, so they're both going to come. Yeah, Taylor Swift's going to come. I want to know. Like, did she really, yeah, did she really write all these songs back then? I know she didn't. She can lie all she wants, but it, she did not write some of these songs back in, you know, she, she, she yeah, she changed stuff. I know she, she wrote did. them like two months ago. <laughs> then she was like, ooh, this one. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does she really think he still wears her scarf? Because he doesn't. 
he definitely doesn't but it's fine um but yeah those are my answers they're sealed and submitted love that. those nice. are really good that I sounds like a great dinner party i would like to request an invite as well yeah, you may join mm-hmm. thank you i appreciate that i guess you can come i appreciate yeah. that um okay we'll so obviously you love where you're working currently i'm not trying to like get you in trouble or anything but mm-hmm. do you have like a dream if you could work for like any team in any sport or maybe with any particular athlete i don't know mm-hmm. is there any like kind of dream uh, sport or team that you would want to work with one day? So, um, I will say I'm really happy where I'm at right now. It, like I said, it worked out really well. I love Philly. I'm not trying to move anytime soon. I'm really overdoing that. I've moved a lot recently. So, yeah. um, Ooh, just be settled for a while. Yeah. Just be settled and like live in the same place, like know the city. Well, I uh, guess, you know, even better is something I'm excited for. Um, but I would love eventually to work in football mm. college or professional I really don't have a preference there um what's what made like I said made me fall in love with the industry I I just I can't not see myself working in it at some point so ideally that's where I'm at I don't know um I'd love to move into management eventually I think that um just like my personality and uh ideally I like to hype people up and inspire others and I get to do that a little bit but not a ton in my current role so once I know what I'm talking about, hopefully I can move into that. But football and management on the sales side would be pretty cool. Um, so give me, maybe we do this interview in three years and that's where we're at. But yeah. nice. All right. We'll mark that down on the calendar. So mm-hmm. we make sure <laughs> circle back. Can't wait. City-wise, city I don't have like a huge preference. There's a couple yeah. places I wouldn't want to be. But um, whoever in football gives me a job, I'll probably take that. I will be there. Move to New York. New York. New York. Yes, you can. You can do it. Do you want to work for like the Jets? Or the Giants? Go Giants. True. They do share a building. That's true. I know. Um, we literally like New York sports in general, like we just kind of stink. Well, not that's not entirely true. New York football. (laughs) New York football Football. stinks. Um, Yes, that's true. Yeah, and sometimes all the other ones, but it depends on the year. Um, but yeah, football, we're, we're not great. Listen, um, all my sports are Cleveland teams, so don't talk to me about teams. It's yeah, fine. that's true. At least um, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're both like, yeah, wow. <laughs> I know. All right. Speaking of sporting things or events or teams that Lauren and I seriously geek out over. I know this is like we're like a little I'm a little late for this, but huh? our BuzzFeed quiz of the week is about the Olympics because we're very obsessed and okay. the winter Olympics are just around the corner. February. That's February. true. That's true. I will say this quiz is, uh, was, was created in the summer. So I do think this will be like summer Olympics focus, but we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe okay. it's a mix of all, uh, athletes, but this is called which team USA athlete are you very original name. Um, so I believe we are going to ask you some semi random questions that will supposedly reveal to us what team USA Olympics athlete you are so perfect i will read the question oh yeah they're incredibly accurate we take them very seriously um i will read the questions lauren will read the answer options and you're welcome to click along but also i will click for you so if you want to okay click for me i would love to do that perfect okay i just sent it to you in the chat in case you want the visuals um all right let's get started the first question is what is your go-to takeout order is it pizza sushi Barbecue or tacos? Oh man, it's tough. Uh, so either pizza or sushi depends on the day. Fair. Let's go. Let's go sushi. Let's go sushi. Okay. Yeah, yeah, love that. Um, pick an outdoor activity. 
either swimming, archery, or some kind of martial arts yeah. in the sunset. What a mix. What a mix. Uh, you know? Realistically, it's going to be swimming. Um, archery school, though. Yeah, archery school. I feel like those other two are very specialized, so it's like, yeah, yeah that's true. It's kind of a random. Yeah. It's fine. We love a random BuzzFeed quiz. Right. Um, all right. Which of these items would you love to get as a gift? Either a surfboard, an art set with like paints and chalks, uh, a camera, or a, pe- a set of headphones. A nice over Oh, those are cool. Very um, nice. I don't know. I've surfed a decent amount. Not very good at it, but I would, if I had a surfboard, I feel like I'd work harder to be good at it. So let's go surfboard. Love that. It is hard to go surfing in Philadelphia, but you know. It is. Whenever I head home. There you go. There you go. Speaking of that. Head done. (laughs) Yeah, true. Speaking of that, pick a city. Either Washington, D.C., Des Moines, Iowa, or New York City. (laughs) Very random. You guys are not going to like my answer, but I'm going to go DC. Uh, I think that's a perfect example. I like DC. Des Moines. What can I say? Des Moines. I'm going to move to Iowa. I thought you were about to say Des Moines. I was going to be like, yeah, okay, have fun with that. Okay, yeah. Um, No offense to anyone listening. Okay. Um, Which of these photos do you vibe with the most? Either. Okay. (laughs) I know. She always. Every quiz, there's pictures, and I'm like, nobody can see. Do me, okay? You you find a quiz without pictures in it. It's hard. Anyway, either a bike with flowers in a little basket by a little outdoor cafe. It looks like Uh, a sunset beach with palm trees, a lovely wooded path with a lot of trees, or a picture of a wave. Uh, I'm gonna go to the beach with sunset. I went and looked at it, so I'm gonna pick that one for sure. Yeah. All right, finally, what are you listening to? Either a podcast about cars, specific, classic rock, or something dramatic. Something dramatic. Something dramatic. Something dramatic. All too well, the 10 minute version. Sad girl version as well, yes. Oh, oh, I don't know how to say this name. Oh, no. I think it's Sakura Kokumai. Kokomai. Yeah, that sounds right. Sakura Kokomai. Karate. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Yes. So Sakura, originally from Honolulu, shout out, has been a member of the USA Karate National Team since 2007 and is a seven-time USA National Champion, among other accolades. Her favorite food is sushi. There you go. Her favorite hobby is photography, and she absolutely loves watching figure skating like Lauren. Me too. Wow. Besties. Love that for her. So there you go. Oh, maybe this is a sign that you need to do you, have you, you ever done karate <laughs> you do karate no i'm i yeah. fling my body around very poorly so I feel like that would not be good for me i just but, like walk down the street pretty poorly so i don't know <laughs> very, very good at i've that, seen it but... caitlin i've seen it oh, <laughs> oh no oh no yeah i trip over air all the time um but you know what i always land on my feet so it's fine i have that, that ability at least yeah <laughs> got nine lives oh my goodness gabby this has been so much fun i'm so glad you joined us i feel like this is i don't know i feel like i'm like back in high school we're just like yeah we're at the lunch table i'm coming i'm coming over to you guys' table no i had a lot of fun uh i I already said this but i think it's really cool you guys are doing this i appreciate you having me on i was actually waiting for my invite to join you i'm really sorry it took me so long to 
find a day that we didn't have a game slash some sort of conflict but um not at all no thank you for having me i loved it of course yeah. thank you for coming yeah we are thank honored you know, ladies in sports yeah love we love it go sports ball go ladies oh my goodness all right gabby well we will talk to you soon bye bye guys oh, gabby's the best i'm so it's glad that cool, she came cool job I know. I worked for the Philadelphia Flyer. What a or cool any cool sports thing. team. Yeah, true. I know. It sounds very cool. It sounds like a lot of hard work and a lot of like grinding. Yeah. But um, I have a feeling she's gonna work her way up, and uh, we're I gonna be, be hearing more from Gabby in the years to come. So <laughs> very excited. We got to talk uh, to her. Very proud of her and all that she's doing and these kind of big moves that she's been making in the past year. Very impressive and very brave and bold of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so nice to be able to talk to. Uh, a woman we know who works in sports since that's something kind of so near and dear to our hearts so we really Mm -hmm. appreciate gabby coming on and talking with us and we hope you got a lot out of what she had to say too and i'm sure you did all right everybody keeping it kind of short and sweet this week we didn't have a whole lot to discuss but you know what that's okay because that just left more time for gabby so i think we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up lauren would you like to tell the people where they can find follow and support us yes you can find us on instagram at leading lady club you can also find us on our website at leadingladyclub.com we post all of our podcast episodes there as well as anywhere else you listen to your podcast spotify apple podcasts the others uh, you can subscribe to us everywhere. You can rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave us a lovely review telling us how much you love us. And we hope you have a wonderful rest of your whatever day it is that you're listening to this episode. We sure do. And you know what? If you're feeling especially like you're wanting to uh, to give your support, go to a Philadelphia Flyers game if you're if you're able to and you're if around you're or in the Philadelphia area. Yeah, yeah, and support Gabby and uh, and her job. So definitely support the Flyers. Go Flyers. That would be a great way to support Gabby and help cheer on her team and you know buy tickets if you're in the area. And if not, that is okay too. You can just watch them on your TV screens and cheer them on like we'll do. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your Monday or like Lauren said, whatever day you're listening to this. And we'll be right here again next week with a new leading lady. Bye. Bye. My fellow New Yorkers, I said that. And oh my gosh, Sean Jones. <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah. She literally heard that through <laughs> the door, through the microphone. You are gross. Honestly, very impressive. That's going in the bloopers. <laughs>